jump back in with what you know you can be the most consistent. Like what is actually realistic for your lifestyle? Mm-hmm. Maybe in the beginning, it's only two to three days a week and that's okay. It's better than what you were doing before, which is I'm assuming nothing if you're struggling to get back into the game. Hey there, welcome to Tater Talks. Two bitches talk fitness. I'm Brooke. And hello, I'm Iris. On this show, we challenge the common understanding of what it means and what it takes to be fit and healthy. We explore all things fitness, nutrition, mindset, and mental health without the fluff and BS. So grab a coffee, get ready to laugh, cry, even learn a thing or two. Let's get into it. Welcome back, everybody. We got more questions and answers for you today. So put those earbuds in, get some sunshine, and let's go. All right. So someone asked, why is protein and fiber so important for weight loss slash fat loss? Mm, Good question. Yeah. Well, first of all, it's not just for weight loss and fat loss. It's for overall health. So first and foremost, can it help with fat loss? Absolutely. So when you are in a fat loss phase, you want to try to preserve as much muscle as you can while reducing your body fat. And that is a job for protein. So you have a higher chance of losing muscle if you don't have adequate protein. So what will happen is you, if you're not eating adequate protein, you may lose weight, but some of that may be muscle. So it's important to make sure that you're fueling your muscles properly and getting enough protein. That way they don't start to catabolize. And fiber keeps us full. It adds bulk to our food. It reduces the risk of heart disease, type two diabetes. It helps with colon cancer, many things. Yes. So many things. So again, like you don't have to be just in a deficit to implement protein and fiber. It is important across the board. Yeah. Yeah. That especially loss of muscle mass in a deficit is something that's been on my mind. Having been in a deficit as of late, it's really not something I want to be doing. Um, and I think there needs to be more emphasis on that. Um, lifting weights, enough protein. Not to mention all the health, health stuff too. I have a little graphic here that I'm, I'm just going to read you because I mean, it's so much more than just the muscles, you know. When you eat protein, the digestive enzymes help facilitate chemical reactions, essential chemical processes in your body to make you tick. Um, obviously supports muscle contraction and movement. Um, the antibodies support immune function. It helps coordinate the hormones. Um, regulating hunger hormones is a huge thing for protein. When I hear people talk about, you know, they're constantly hungry, constantly feeling snackish, one of the first things I ask is, first of all, how much are you eating overall, but also how much protein are you getting? Um, that's huge. It's the slowest digesting macronutrient. It's going to literally keep you full and satisfied longer. Um, It helps move essential molecules around the body. Both of these things, like Brooke said, it's not just a weight loss, fat loss thing. It is not just a body recomp thing. It is a health thing. And protein also can help with stabilizing blood sugar. Mm -hmm. So it's important for people, especially people with diabetes, to make sure you get enough protein. Yes. So, Iris, what tips do you have for someone who has struggled to get back into the fitness game the first thing i would say is find something you think looks fun you don't have to be so specific goal oriented right out the get-go i don't think unless you know what your goals are 
then absolutely dive right in. But if you're just kind of putting your toes in the pond, then find something that looks fun. You know, maybe it's a spin class, maybe it's Zumba, maybe it's a, maybe it's kickboxing. Maybe it's just something that looks fun for you. Maybe it's a running group. Start there, start building the habit before you dive into all the nuance of all the things that will optimize towards your goals. That'd be number one for me. For me, I would say start walking. Yeah, that's a good one. Just start doing something, you know, mm. preferably something you enjoy. So as Iris just listed off a bunch of things, but find something that you truly enjoy doing that's physically active. Also, if you're trying to get back into the fitness game, you, you're going to want to have a manageable schedule. You're going to have to, if you are getting back into the game, you're going to have to make it a priority like a reasonable priority, you know, don't jump back in by doing five days a week, jump back in with what you know, you can be the most consistent, like what is actually realistic for your lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Maybe in the beginning, it's only two to three days a week. And that's okay. It's better than what you were doing before, which is I'm assuming nothing if you're struggling to get back into the game. But understanding that you're not going to make a lifestyle change overnight. Yeah, absolutely. Keeping it reasonable, reasonable. And don't compare yourself to what you used to do, you know, back in high school or college. I'm thinking of people who, you know, used to run track in high school or something. And they used to practice. I don't know how track works, but they used to practice and for like hours a day. And okay, so now you're 35 and you've got three kids. That's not going to look the same for you. So find something that like Brooke said, the thing that you can commit to most consistently. And if that's 20 minutes, two times a week, that's 20 minutes, two times a week. And that's great. Yep, exactly. Is pre-workout nutrition or post-workout nutrition more important? I'm going to say it depends. Are you consistently dialing in on your nutrition? Just Are in general. you eating enough? In general, Yes. Talking about pre and post-workout nutrition is focusing on specifics. And if you haven't nailed the basics, we don't need to focus on specifics, right? That's something where meal timing and things like that, that that's a little bit more advanced if you're just beginning. Now, in regards to is pre or post-workout nutrition more important, let's say you're dialed in, let's say things are going great. I'm going to go with post-workout. Because after your workout, that is when your body starts to repair tissue. So making sure you're getting enough protein, making sure that you're getting a protein and carb, like a nice, healthy, balanced meal afterwards. Some people like to train fasted. Don't put me down for that, but some people do. So I would say post-workout should really be more of a main focus than a pre-workout since you're really going to need to focus on a balance, a more balanced meal post-workout. See how you feel, you know, see how you perform in the gym with various things. I know for me personally, my workouts suck if I don't eat something before, but I also don't feel great if I have a full stomach. So I just chug some dark chocolate whey protein powder in water. I just mix it up, drink that and a granola bar, and then I'm good to go. And then afterwards, I have a more filling substantial meal with like chewable protein and vegetables and fiber and some fruit and all of that. See how you feel. But to what Brooke said, overall, your nutritional habits matter more than pre or post. Yes. Are there ever any times when you don't track or just say fuck it for a few days with nutrition? 
Yes. <laughs> I did that yesterday. <laughs> yeah. I did that yesterday. Holidays. Yeah. Or my birthday. Like, I'm not going to sit there and be meticulously counting fucking calories on my damn birthday. Like, hell no. There are ways to be mindful about your nutrition. But as far as like, are there ever times where you don't track? Yes, there are a lot of times. Like if I'm in maintenance, I'm not necessarily tracking because I spent years tracking in order to get good at seeing what an actual portion size looks like and stuff for me. But I don't usually do it unless there's like a specific reason, like there's a holiday, there's an event, there's a wedding, something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, in maintenance, when I'm there for a long period of time, I don't track um, holidays, I don't track birthdays, weddings. But yeah, I mean, yesterday I had a fuck it day. I just did not care. I have family in town. Everybody likes to eat and cook. So that is what we did <laughs> all day long. <laughs> and I And I should say, like, when I don't track, in those moments that I don't track, my nutrition also doesn't change very much. That's important to note because not tracking doesn't automatically mean going off the rails. Now, yesterday I went off the rails and I have no regrets about it. My little brother-in-law makes the most amazing like banana, peanut butter, chocolate chip muffins. Oh my gosh, mm. they're incredible. I had like four of them. <laughs> and then we <laughs> smoked ribs and oh my gosh, it was amazing. So yeah, there's those two things are different. You know, if I'm if I'm not tracking for longer periods of time, I have bright lines for myself. You know, like Brooke said, my nutrition doesn't really change. I eat the same things on repeat. And lest you think that's boring, I have like a lot of things in my bank of recipes that I cycle through. So I'm never bored, but it's just nothing much changes. You just you still have to moderate yourself. You just don't always necessarily need to track specifically calories. I agree. Is it true that you cannot gain muscle in a calorie deficit? Not necessarily. Is it harder? Yes. If you're a more advanced lifter, chances are you're, you're not going to gain muscle in a deficit. So You should lift with the expectation to maintain, and if you're lucky, build a little when you're more advanced. <laughs> yeah, but like if you're brand new to lifting or you are back after a really long hiatus, you can gain a little bit of muscle in a deficit. Like there is that that sweet spot, but that's not necessarily true for everybody. If you're an intermediate or an advanced lifter, you're going to want to work on your nutrition in phases, but it's not true that you can't gain it ever. Right. Yeah, the goal of lifting in a calorie deficit is to maintain muscle mass. That is the that is the main goal. If you're a super beginner, like Brooke said, you can put on some muscle mass. But especially as you get to be more intermediate and advanced, the goal is to really maintain. And then if you're lucky, you can build some. <laughs> if you're lucky. But the main goal, the mentality is to maintain. So you still want to lift intensely enough. You still want to lift hard enough, right? You're not slacking. You don't want to lose muscle mass. And the risk of that happening goes up the more steep and drastic the deficit is. And if you're not eating enough protein. The next question, why am I hungrier on rest days? I love this question ah. because I am the hungry person on rest days as well. So <laughs> ah. I think some of it has to come down to you just have more time that you're not busy. And so you think about food more. You know, you have True. that hour or whatever that you're not spending in the gym. So you have that. Yeah. 
And I feel like it's very independent because for some people, they are hungrier on the days that they lift. I am not. I'm actually not as hungry on the days that I'm lifting. I am hungrier the next day. And usually it's because I don't eat as much as I do on days that I'm lifting than days that I rest. So for me, it's like my rest days are my, they're like the days where I'm kind of refilling the cup, essentially. Ah, yeah. (laughs) I'm always hungrier on days that I lift and I have more energy too. Overall, I wouldn't worry so much about why, you know, I I would just work on managing it. Um, Maybe the 20 minute rule, maybe if you're feeling snackish, go for a 20 minute walk and see if you still want to or see if you're actually hungry. Drink a big glass of water, wait 10 minutes. Maybe you can beef up your meals with more voluminous food, some lower calorie, higher volume foods to literally fill you up on those days. Hunger has more to do than just physically needing sustenance. There's boredom, there's emotion, there's, it's just habitual. It's what you always do when you walk through the kitchen and grab a handful of crackers, you know. There's more to it than that. All right, what are some causes of soreness? Ooh, muscle soreness. A different training stimulus. If you're coming off of one kind of training, like maybe you're doing more metabolic and then you're moving into a a strength or hypertrophy block. There's been a change there. So your body's like, what the hell? <laughs> and you're a little <laughs> more sore. Maybe if you're training in overloaded in the lengthened position, you know, let's think about a, a slow eccentric when you're lengthening the muscle really slowly, that can cause soreness, poor recovery, not enough sleep. There's a lot of reasons that it can happen. Yeah. And there, there are lots of reasons, but it's not necessarily a sign of a good workout. If you're never sore, that's not great. But if you're always sore, that's not great either. It's it's not determinant of whether or not it's a good workout. Yeah. And to your point, if you're never, ever, ever sore, that's maybe a sign that you're not training hard enough. Yeah. You might need to increase your intensity, your workout intensity. Um, you might need to slow things down a little bit and, you know, create some time under tension. There are many things that can factor into soreness, um, lack of moving. You know, if you have like a really solid leg day and then the next day you don't really move a lot and you're you're sedentary for most of the day, you're going to continue to be sore. You just want to, you want to walk, you want to move around that lactic acid. You don't want it to just sit there because you're going to be sore for a longer period of time. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Any tips on handling social events when there aren't a lot of healthy options? Well, don't go hungry. <laughs> That's a big one. If you know you're going to be going to a social event, front load protein in the beginning of the day. So you're you're going to be nice and full. You're not going to be super hungry. You know, have satisfying meals that are going to fill you up and set some bright lines. Iris, do you have any ideas of what bright lines people can put around these social events? So I'm thinking of like buffet settings, right? Where everyone's just kind of picking and talking and just kind of walking around and eating. I would say a good right line in that situation would be to get one plate, put whatever you want on it, get some protein if you have some, and then that's it. You don't need to keep going back to the table every 10 minutes. The mindlessness of eating just to either have something in your hands or to you know, not have to talk to people. (laughs) 
Yeah. You your and like, usually at parties or special events, there's alcohol. Now, I don't drink, but one thing that has helped some of my clients is if you do have a drink, have something in between that zero calories, whether it's like a diet soda, whether it's like a soda water with lime, make sure that you're not going crazy with alcohol because those liquid calories add up. They add up and they are not conducive to decisions that support most of the goals we talk about here. (laughs) Absolutely. And make sure that you're mindful, like slow down, savor the flavor, enjoy the food, like, like truly enjoy the food so you don't feel like you're going to mindlessly eat it. Yeah, that's a good point, too. You know, let's say it is a buffet setting. I mean, at a restaurant, you can just order what you want to order, right? That's less like what do I do here for, I think for most people, but if there's just like an endless snack buffet, look at it and see what really looks good. You don't have to eat just to eat. You can pick which ones you eat. You don't have to eat everything just because it's there. You can be more mindful about what you choose and put on your plate and really enjoy what you have. Slow down and savor. I got that from our friend, Amy Rudolph. Slow down and savor, be mindful, enjoy the people, enjoy the food. Absolutely. I completely agree. And if it's a social event where it's like a potluck or, you know, it's like a little get together with friends or family, bring something, Mm, bring something that you can control. You can bring a veggie tray, shrimp cocktail, like a meat and cheese tray, Things that you can control, you can contribute. So I will often do that where if I know that we're going to be doing something with like family or friends and it's at someone's house, I will bring like a veggie tray to snack on. Mm-hmm. That's a great For idea. everyone to snack on. <laughs> <laughs> Brooke in the corner with her giant pile of carrots and ranch. <laughs> Dude, hell yeah. <laughs> I just discovered carrots and peanut butter the other day. What? Yeah. I've never heard of this before. I, I just discovered, I don't know why, but man, it was good. Wow. It was good. High calorie, but good. <laughs> yeah. I have some carrots and I have some peanut butter in the cupboard. So we're going to try this later today. I will. I'm fascinated by this. Oh, yeah. It's delicious. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, thanks for hanging with us. Um, appreciate your time and your reviews and your comments and your messages. If there's anything you want us to talk about or any questions you want us to answer on the show, just let us know. Find us on Instagram. Hit us up. Let us know. Yeah, let us know. We always appreciate it. We always appreciate other people's input. Sure do. And we'll talk to you later. Same time, same place. Okay, love you. Bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Tater Talks, two bitches talk fitness. If you enjoyed the show, let us know by writing a review, subscribing wherever you like to listen to podcasts. Find me, Iris, on Instagram at Iris Deadlifts. And you can find me, Brooke, on Instagram at Get You a Brooke. We'll talk to you soon. Nice. Nice. <laughs>